Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. Yeah, it is. Another day. Another uh, moving deadline as to when uh, we're going to be over the curve. You know, that dark curve that we're hearing about as though, you know, we don't have a curve every time there is a new virus or illness that starts spreading. It starts going up and then eventually it reaches a peak and then eventually, you know, it starts to subside. Uh, you know, the people act like this is the first curve. Yeah, you can already tell. I haven't even introduced myself and I'm already going off here tonight. Got to share so so much to, to share with you guys. Thank you for joining me. I am Andrea Kay, dynamite in a dress, in leggings most nights, but I have been known <laughs> to wear a dress. Anyway, 888-344-1170. I got a question for you guys tonight. The question is, I got to make sure I frame this in the right way. Um, I posted this on Facebook earlier that uh, Rush today said that, you know, America is letting the economy be destroyed. And people immediately were saying, well, what can we do? So that's a question for you guys. What what can we do? What can we do if 30 days from now, 60 days from now, or, or at what point to where it is clear that this curve has been so flat, it's flatter then, you know, um, the flat earth society or whatever, use, use whatever flat analogy, insert your flat analogy here. At, at what point, you know, do we as citizens have to go, you know what, it's time to take our country back and or, or a city, city or a state or, or whatever community back from those that have, have stolen it for power? What do we do? And I'm open to suggestions. And so the number is 888-344-1170. I've got Mark Moisier who is a constitutional and election law um, attorney who's going to be here. He also ran for Secretary of State in California, and he's been do- doing some amazing videos talking about the unconstitutional grabs that are going on in this in this crisis. This is not the first time in California that this has happened, and it is time for us to understand that the threat that we face is not just in the form of a virus. It is in the form of of a tyrannical power grab happening and we got to balance it at some point we, we we're going to probably have to step up somehow some way to get our, our liberties back so we got to talk about that uh particularly since this will not probably be the last virus many people are saying this wasn't about some bat in some marks market somewhere that this was a biohazard that was created, and it's not going to be the last. And we cannot have this become the protocol. We've got to we've got to do better in prepping. I think President Trump has done a phenomenal job in, in terms of handling this and managing this. But you know what? It won't be the first time, and, we, and we, we've got to be prepared so that we are not shutting down and destroying the United States economy every time some bug comes around. We've got um, Bill Reed, who's a U.S. Navy veteran and diver, Navy diver, super cool. New York Times bestselling author and author of the new book coming out, Spies of the Deep, here to tell uh, his views. He's an expert on China, tell his views on what he thinks of the coronavirus as well as superbugs that might be coming down the road. Uh, Joining me to take your calls, to keep the show rolling. He's the guy who keeps our guests here when they're supposed to be. It's my buddy. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. He's brunette, five foot eight, 200 pounds of cheese curds in khakis. Here he is, (laughs) DJ Carrot Sticks. I don't have as much cheese curds in my khakis as I used to. So. 
you want to donate your cheese curds and drop them off in the front of the station, <laughs> I'll pick them up as you drive off. But make make sure you keep your distance. Um, this is a perfect time for DJ Carrot Sticks to uh, to keep his distance from his fan club out there. Um, not that he wants to keep a distance. I'm trying to somehow segue. I'm not very good at it. You know, how about this as a segue? Speaking of dropping off, the the man, DJ Carrot Sticks, whose heart is as big as his mound of cheese curds that he likes to eat, he has an offer. If you are any seniors out there, we still have a problem of supplies in our stores. We still don't have enough. I, you know, um, found that out today. I have still not been able to find surface cleaner in San Diego. I can find bathroom cleaner. I can find dishwashing cleaner. I can find laundry detergent. I have not been able to find it in any store I've been into in San Diego in a month. I started my search before I ran out, thank goodness. But I'm, it, it, it's still not happening. We still also have a, have a lack of supply of toilet paper. So DJ Carrot Stick says if, if there's any of you out there, elderly listeners, you need toilet paper, email me at andreakshow.com and we will make sure that you get some toilet paper. We will, we will find somehow, some way, we will get you some. So um, please email us here. All right. So... Um, we were told ugh, 15 days. We hunkered down. American people, we have suffered financially. We, we did it. I don't know anybody that has not been practicing social distancing, staying home. Of course, their businesses were shut down whether they liked it or not. We trusted the 15-day mark, President Trump. We knew that there was a possibility he would reopen it, but uh, that it might be extended. But President Trump had said, I'm hoping it's going to be up by Easter. In March, Fauci and in March, Burks with their new models. And, of course, I need to remind everybody or let everybody know that Fauci, back in January, I'm going to get to talking about models in a minute, because, you know, in in January, late January, Fauci is telling the public at the same time that Trump stopped flights coming in from China, Fauci and the CDC were telling the American people that they did not need to do anything else, anything different in their lives. He didn't even tell us to start washing our hands. Nothing. In fact, uh, reportedly, Fauci actually told Trump, told Trump that he, he was against banning flights here from China. So then all of a sudden, Fauci and Burks are coming in with these models that we got to shut down everything for 15 days. Okay, Trump goes along with it. The same people telling us that we didn't even have to increase washing our hands at the end of January. Suddenly now... Which is why Trump said in February 4th and around then when it, that, you know, that it was a trumped up manufactured thing to take him down because his own CDC was telling him it wasn't that much of a big deal. So now suddenly we have these models come out telling us we got to shut everything down. Oh, my gosh. Without any explanation as to what these models are. And I was already questioning that the numbers weren't weren't really adding up and the reports we were getting out of Italy were like not really going to be replicated here. OK, fine. Trump says I'm going to go your 15 days, but I'm going to be looking at reopening it. And now suddenly they come out and they want an additional 30 days. And I'm going, well, wait a second. You're the same people said at the end of January, we didn't even need to do anything different. Then you say 15 days. Now you say an additional 30. Something's not adding up here in your narrative and what you're telling us. Either you were lying to us, Fauci, when you said 15 days was what you needed. Or um, your models that you're using are as accurate as Al Gore. It can't be both. These models that they're using can be manipulated. What kind of Enron math is being, is being used here? Models are like anything else. And Fauci even said, admitted today, they're only as good as the data that gets put in. That's right. And the last thing I want to hear is that you use somebody from Harvard to do this. Don't tell me there's not an agenda. I know that there was an agenda that's been put out by most of these experts out there like John Barry. Everybody, you know, because the, the money, the power is in being the doomsayer. 
It's not in being optimistic. There's no there's nothing to be gained for the Democrat Party. And let me tell you, Fauci, his love letters to Hillary Clinton back in tw- January 2013, when before we'd even buried the dead from Benghazi, and he's gushing over in emails to her saying that he, please, Cheryl Mills, tell Hillary Clinton how much we love her. We love her at the CDC. You can't be loving Hillary Clinton as the head of the CDC and not be about um, socialized medicine for all and be a part about a global movement and one world order. But let's get back to the models because I want to talk about, I want to read a couple of articles for you guys. And I'm not going to read the whole things, but they are of a couple of experts. And I feel like it's important for the American people to hear. I could just post these articles on Facebook, but I'm scared you wouldn't read them. And I'm going to go through them quickly because we're going to take a break in a minute and bring on Mark Moisier. I want to read one. And this is, this is um, an expert, Professor Bakhti. He is an expert in medical microbiology. And he said um, that uh, blaming the new coronavirus alone for deaths is wrong and dangerously misleading. One of the things that we do not have an explanation from, from Fauci and Dr. Burks, is how these numbers are being calculated. How are the deaths being recorded? There's lots of different ways that they're being recorded around the world. And nobody's explaining that to us. How are these deaths being, uh, being recorded in their models? How are they being recorded in New York, San Diego, and beyond? This expert says... He condemns the uh, costly measures being taken around the world as grotesque, useless, self-destructive, and collective suicide that will shorten the lifespan of the elderly and should not be accepted by society. He says this as, according to this article... um, from Faith and Politics. His comments come as it emerges that the overall number of deaths in Europe during the outbreak so far, including Italy, is no higher than usual for this time of year. In fact, it's lower. One reason for that is um, uh, that it's been a very mild flu season in the winter. And he says, when then does, why then does the uh, coronavirus appear to be so deadly, so much worse than seasonal flu epidemics that kill an estimated 650,000 people globally? First of all, because of how closely we're following it. We have been monitoring the outbreak since it began. If we gave the same focused attention to every flu outbreak, the story of its spread and death toll would be similarly terrifying. An estimated 36 million Americans caught the flu this winter and uh, 24,000 died, including 144 children. Imagine if we followed that contagion and counted up the thousands of fatalities as they occurred. The panic would be the same. Secondly, the mild flu season this year has meant that many who would usually have succumbed earlier are perishing now. This is particularly true in elder, in, in Italy. He says that the average age of them in Italy, oh, he goes on to say that only 12%, and this is what's so important before I take a break here, only 12% this is according to the Italian health minister. Only 12% of death certificates have shown a direct ca- causality from coronavirus. So what's happening in Italy and, what's ha- and why I'm concerned with these models is you've got somebody. Let me use an example of my friend's husband died a year and a half ago from cancer. He battled cancer for four years. When he finally went into the hospital the final time and died, he went septic. The cause of death was considered cancer. So what they're doing is not that he went septic. So, for example, when somebody died of AIDS, typically what what would happen is they would catch their their immune system would be so low. They'd catch a cough, they a cold, and they would get pneumonia and die. But the cause of death was not the virus that gave them pneumonia. It was it was AIDS. I'm going to pick this up on the other side of the break. Then we're going to talk to Mark Morsier, and I'd love to hear from you guys because what we're going to talk to Mark Morsier about is what we can do and what needs to be done here to take our our, our government back from its tyranny. Stay tuned. We're Andrea Kasia coming up. 
Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you had a client who was self-employed with good credit, equity, and plenty of income. But they had trouble getting a loan. What happened? Well, this client wanted to take about $100,000 cash out of their home to consolidate debt and do some work around the home. They go to their bank, they start a loan thinking it would be easy, and they get turned down. They had too many write-offs and not enough income on their taxes to qualify. So how were you able to help? Instead of using their income taxes, we used the deposits from their business bank statements over the last year. There were plenty of deposits, so we qualified them very well. We got them a good 30-year fixed loan at a low rate and the money they needed for their home. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502. 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. DRE number 01910455. NMLS number 884457. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why... Believe it or not, this is really amazing. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge, and you'll have the opportunity to win $5,000 in cash for you and $5,000 to share your kindness with a deserving organization. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans, saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderland Cybersecurity, protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. That's the answer, sandiego.com. 
do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I like using the iHeartRadio app or going to iHeartRadio.com. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I listen by clicking listen live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County at AM 1170 in San Diego. Streaming now on The Answer San Diego app and radio.com. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before the break, I was talking about it, uh, an expert. You know, I, I shared my views about Fauci and the concerns that I've had with how he's handled this. He's been a part of the problem. He's part of the reason why 90% of our drugs are coming from, from China. He's part of the reason why our healthcare system is the way it is and we haven't had enough. They've been, he's been sitting over the CDC. You tell me why we, we didn't have enough ventilators and masks and N95 masks. Uh, these models he's using... Um, you know, we don't know how, how they're even recording deaths. 12% of deaths and only 12% of the deaths in Italy were recorded properly as the causality being about coronavirus, not all the other underlying conditions they've had. These models, according to this, to this expert I was just referencing, are notoriously unreliable. Uh, in 2005, the World Health Organization predicted 150 million deaths from the avian flu. They did the same thing in 2009. Um, they, they're doing the same thing here. 3,700 people on board the Diamond Princess were exposed to the virus, yet only 17% contracted it, nowhere near the 81% that was predicted by the model. So, you know, and I've got another expert opinion to share with you guys later with some more data. Uh, you know, it's 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 frustrating because the numbers aren't adding up. We are the feds are I tell you a prediction that that may be true. The feds are predicting 32 percent unemployment in the second quarter. Thirty two percent. I had a I had a family member send me a picture of a line that went on and on and on outside of a cash loan place. Yet nobody can seem to find lines anywhere where there's any coronavirus testing going on. Meanwhile, we are absolutely destroying our economy. Rush said today, we're sitting back and letting our economy be destroyed. And I posted that and people were like, well, what can we do? So I thought, you know what, I'm going to invite on Mark Moisier, constitutional and election law attorney, who's been doing some amazing videos of late talking about how uh, what's going on with our government shutting us down uh, is is unconstitutional, and I, I think it's time for us to discuss, regardless of these models, of of what we can do to push back against this. Mark Moisier, thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Glad to be on. Okay, so um, I never bought these numbers from the beginning. It never made sense. It still doesn't. I don't know how we're going to supposedly go from almost 3,000 people to um, uh, losing 200,000 people in the course of 30 days. Uh, it, you know, I I don't trust their modeling. Uh, in the meantime, we're destroying our economy. And on top of it, even more importantly, um, we are allowing our liberties to be taken from us. There was word at a press conference last night, last night Mark Moisier, that in addition to shutting down our businesses, threatening to shut them down for good if they dare to defy the government, that we might have GPS tracking put on us. Mark Moisier, really? It's... Absolutely insane. It's going back to Rob Emanuel's uh, quip, you know, never let a good crisis go to waste. And the politicians, whether they're in D.C., whether they're in your local city or whether it's your governor, there are a lot of politicians trying to one up each other to be able to race out to the cameras and say, look what I have done to make you secure. Look at what I have done to try to protect you from the big 
big bad boogeyman. And unfortunately, we see, you know, just time after time after time, politicians are actually overstepping the authority that they have by law. I mean, quite many of these uh, emergency orders tells you exactly what they can do, and they're overstepping the law, let alone the constitutional violations that they're just trampling. And you would think that, this, you know, based upon how some people have responded, that this is the first time the United States of America has ever had to face a pandemic. And it's not. But we have to come up with new and creative ways to jeopardize you of your constitutional rights because of the fact that politicians want to be able to break on the camera that they did something. Yeah. Um, in the 80s, when AIDS hit, we had no idea. Uh, first, it seemed like it was only affecting the gay community, but did they shut down every gay-run restaurant and bar? Did they sh- t- tell gay people that they must stay six feet apart and stay in their homes? Absolutely not. And when we realized that it was affecting every American out there, there was no cure, no way to tell. We th- we had no idea for years whether or not you could get it from touching somebody, kissing somebody. Had no idea. We had no idea how it was contracted. And nothing was done to shut people down and, and tell them they had to stay six feet apart and couldn't congregate in bars. This is we didn't we've yeah. never done this. I mean, it, it, let's go to this, whether it's the Spanish flu or whether it is the AIDS epidemic, as you just mentioned. If the public health officials had come out and said, you know, being gay is the li- most likely way that we're going to do it. So what we're going to do is we're going to quarantine every gay person just because they're gay. Had we done that, the ACLU and every liberal group would have been up in arms saying, wait, you can't violate somebody's liberty just because uh, they're gay. Uh, The law is actually very clear. And in some of these videos that I have done, and you can find, if you go search my name, Mark Moiser on YouTube, you should be able to find them. I've done a bunch of them now. But the law is actually very clear. Even in a state of emergency, If a public health official is trying to deal with a disease, they are only allowed to quarantine those individuals who the government authority reasonably believes to have the virus or have been in contact with somebody who has the virus. Otherwise, it is a violation of that person's first or first Article One, Section One, California constitutional rights to liberty to obtain, maintain, and possess property. is what Those rights are so sacred, and the courts have held those rights to be so sacred, that in order for a public health official to quarantine you, they have to be able to articulate to a court with probable cause that you, in fact, are contagious or have been around somebody that's contagious. Well, and the, I'm and, not seeing the numbers. Right. Well, but te- well, technically, they could argue, Mark, that they're not really quarantining us. They're telling us to stay, say, you know, uh, they're shutting down businesses, telling us to stay at home, but they're not arresting us if we don't. So technically, it's a it's a stay at home suggestion, really. Where so I, I think that think they've got wiggle room there. Where I feel like it's just a blatant constitutional uh, assault is shutting down businesses. Well, and, you know, some of them are starting to fight back. And, you know, uh, I've been talking to many business owners over the last couple of weeks, you know, because I'm, uh, you know, because our firm does so much constitutional law and we haven't filed any lawsuits yet. But, uh, no, there are some, you know, 
the, the first Article One, Section One of the California Constitution gives a, a major property right, which is actually greater than the, the property rights listed for you in the United States Constitution. I mean, you don't have to sue under the United States Constitution. You can actually look at the California Constitution, which has greater rights. And the fact that the California governor is trampling over the California Constitution and depriving these business owners of the ability to protect their property, maintain their property, and possess property uh, is actually you know, pretty sad what's going on there. Well, there was a pastor that of a Tampa church that held two large uh, two services on uh, sun, two Sunday services. He was arrested. Um, he is being. Rep- and I actually did a, a video on that last night. Uh, that you know, I got a YouTube video on that. Well, well, case. share your thoughts now because he's being he's being represented by Liberty Council. He says that he had everybody six feet apart. If you've got everybody six feet apart, why are they not allowed to gather? Well. And in that, uh, granted, I'm not a a Florida attorney, but, you know, I I listed, you know, three different things that I would look at if I were an attorney. Number one, we have a right of free exercise. And in order for a government to deprive you of that right of free exercise, they have to prove that there's like an immediate harm to the people to prevent you from doing it. And I don't know that the... the, you know, the sheriff is going to be able to do that. The second thing that I would I would look at is in the United States, if Congress passes a law on something, a state cannot pass a contradictory law. What we see is that the governor of Florida has passed a, you know, passed a law regarding certain restrictions, but he did not say churches can't meet. But you had the county pass an ordinance that basically said they can not me. And so there may, you know, under Florida law, I'm not a Florida attorney, but under Florida law, there may be a conflict where the governor has said something, the county may not uh, legislate that way. And then the third and most important thing is in Florida law, it is very clear about when somebody can be isolated and quarantined. And those terms are actually uh, defined in the in Florida law. And they basically say if there's a state of emergency, there's an epidemic, public health authorities can quarantine or isolate people. But it does. Does it say anything specifically about um, shutting down church services? Because the sheriff said, Cron said, our goal here is not to stop anyone from worshiping, but the safety and well-being of our community must always come first. No, there is nothing in the Constitution that says you have the right to assemble unless... Uh, you know, uh, our, our, the community might be better served. And in fact, one of the things that galled me today was if I heard Dr. Burke say one more time, community, 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 they're trying to manipulate us. That's the last thing you're ever going to do. If you want to convince me of anything with policy is make it be about the community because this, we're supposed to be a nation about it, individual rights, individual responsibility and accountability, not destroying me financially because, you know, somebody out, out in uh, East County's grandmother might die. It, that's that, and that's what's going on here. Well, I mean, it reminds you first of Hillary Clinton's book. It takes a village, uh, but then let's just look at who are the people who are saying that we need to do this. People who are uh, the swamp, who are now people of importance. They're given the mic so that they can speak. They they will not lose their job or anything like that uh, because of this. They're they're going to still get their paycheck. But then most importantly, if they're wrong, they're not going to get fired. 
you know, if they're right, they look good. But if they're wrong, they're not getting fired. They're not being held accountable for what they're doing to this cat. In uh, fact, in fact, economy. Uh, right. In fact, I'm going to have to leave it here and have you back like on maybe on a weekly basis. In fact, not only if they're wrong, they're going to say they're right. What? Because you could hear Fauci today. It's already working. Well, how do we know it's working? This coronavirus has been roaming around the state since early January, back when he was saying it was nothing to worry about. We didn't stop travel from China till the end of January. If, if California's got 40 million people, if this thing was that contagious, we should have uh, buku more dead people and buku more cases than we have right now. Every life is precious and i've said that from the beginning but that means every life is precious it is not as one as one um renowned uh, virologist said the, the, it's not life versus death right now it's lives versus lives and we are destroying the lives of 330 million people under the anticipation of some number that nobody can actually with any accurate accuracy project final thoughts mark moisure before we got to go uh you know they say that china is so you know secretive, but you know what? They couldn't hide this virus. You know, the word gets out. And the thing is, we haven't seen these kind of numbers come out of China or any of the neighboring countries. There seems to be a lot of hysteria. And we got to remember that, you know, what what did Benjamin Franklin say? You know, you got to keep your liberties. You know, you can't give up your liberties in in the name of protection. Uh, Well said, Mark Moisier. Thank you for being here. I don't think we really answered the question, what can we do? I think we need to start exploring that on what we can do. I'm well past a break, and I thank you for being here. Everybody needs to go to Mark Moisier, spelled M-E-U-S-E-R, on Facebook. Watch his videos. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. Now, it's funny, Mark, she mentioned China, because when we come back, we're going to talk to somebody who's an expert on China who says that, in his opinion, I think he's pretty sure this was a bio-created virus, and it's not going to be the last one that we see. So you're going to want to stay tuned for Bill Reed, U.S. Navy veteran and best-selling author. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. This, too, shall pass. Adam Rizzo here from Palomar Solar and Roofing. With all the uncertainty going on, the only thing we know to be certain is that your electric bills are going to go up, especially with everyone being encouraged to stay home for who knows how long. And don't forget, the high summer bills are right around the corner. Palomar Solar and Roofing understands the social distancing concerns, and our consultants are ready and able to propose your system over the phone and by email. Take this extra time to get your solar and roofing questions answered by one of the most reputable names in the business. Even during these uncertain times, solar is one of the greatest investments you can make depending on the contractor you hire. Call the local name you can trust and find out why thousands of homeowners and well-known companies like Waxy and Goodwill San Diego have chosen Palomar Solar and Roofing. Call Palomar Solar and Roofing at 760-504-0388 or visit palomarsolar.com. That's 760-504-0388. 
It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book, Financial Detox, and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program. Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at idawealth.com. That's idawealth.com. Wouldn't you love to give your child, grandchild, niece, or nephew a high-quality private education? How about for half price? Well, the answer San Diego's half-price tuition is back. You can choose from tons of private schools, preschool, high school, even college, all registering for the 2020 and 2021 semesters. You could even save thousands of dollars like these happy families. I looked into half-price tuition, and he will be attending a school because we were able to take advantage of the half-price tuition. We appreciate everything that you guys did for us, and we're happy that plan came together for our family. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Pick the school you want, then call us at 858-535-1210. That's 858-535-1210 so you can lock in your half-price tuition. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com right now to see all the schools participating. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Do you have 2020 vision spiritually, geopolitically? If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of Holy Scripture. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, take a boat out onto the Sea of Galilee, or explore the inside of the Garden Tomb. Set forth a new personal vision for this year and reserve your spot on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here, here with me. There's been a lot of speculation. Somebody said to me earlier today, I was out uh, trying to pick up cleaning products as I've been on the hunt for for about a month, and I was at a store, and, and she said, oh, just it all comes back to one person eating a bat. One, if only that one person had not eaten a bat, this woman says to me. We wouldn't have this problem. I, I just, I thought, bless your heart. You know, she just really thinks it was really all about one person eating a bat. I don't think my guest agrees with her. His name is Bill Reed. He's U.S. Navy veteran submarine mariner, I think is how it's pronounced, and diver, which I think is just like the coolest thing ever. He's also a New York Times bestselling author and author of the new book coming out, Spies of the Deep. And he joins me now. Hi, Bill. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hello. Great to be here. All right, so um, was the sweet gal at the drugstore earlier, was she right, Bill Reed? Was this all about some some person eating a bat? Probably not. Uh, Most viral virologists, et cetera, are pretty certain that jumping from a bat to a human is very uh, low odds. Most likely this did come from monkeys, perhaps rats as well. 
that were being tested on in a biological weapons facility in Wuhan, right around the corner from the so-called market. And that's where more educated experts in this particular space seem to think that's where it may have come from. Yeah, in fact, uh, there was a couple of scientists out of Canada that were booted out back last fall because they supposedly were sending some kind of, and they were experts in Wuhan viruses, and they were sending samples back there, and some Harvard professor um, was um, involved, and, and he was kicked out. And, you know, um, I guess it's ultimately supposition at this point. It makes sense. I mean, I can add two plus two, um, but it's disturbing to me to see that not only is this not being pursued by any journalists right now, but we've got the mainstream media that just is buying the nonsense out of out of China that they haven't had one case, giving them a pass for the fact that whether or not this was created in a lab or not, you know, they lied to us. They continue to put people on planes and send them around the world. Um, you know, on top of it, the econ- the economic impact, I-, I personally think that at this point it's time to reopen America. I don't think that however this started, I don't see that the, the numbers and the models are bearing out. And I think that we've done enough to put to amp up uh, hospital readiness to where we need to reopen America. I don't know your thoughts on that. I know that you say that the economic impact uh, of the coronavirus is the first of a one-two punch. What does that mean? Well, we do know that many years ago, the Russians actually hid their bioweapons program for about two decades. We never found out about it, so it is quite easy to hide this. And if we look at Putin's agenda, he's been in office as president for the past two decades as of this month, and he has repeatedly shown his true agenda, that is to undermine our economic capabilities, to undermine what we call the petrodollar. We support all trades with U.S. dollars so that we don't have control over his economy. That's the second punch. So if we think it's bad now, if he gets his way and he sees this as a chess move, uh, it could get far worse in the next year or two. Does he have some kind of, uh, well, I guess we wouldn't know if he's got some kind of virus ready to go. Um, you, you say that the terrorists are watching, what are you, the, uh, watching how we handle this coronavirus. What, what could they, and I'm assuming you're talking about the Islamists, what, what could they be coming, coming up with? Because, I mean, we think of them as, as you know, in caves somewhere. I'm, I'm hardly thinking they're going to be able to come up with some biohazard. Of course, if we're cri- crippled economically, you know, that that provides an opportunity for them. But from your perspective, how, how does this help terrorists? Well, we do know that uh, Senator Tom Cotton, as well as uh, Professor Francis Boyle, who was part of the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act drafting, both agree that this may have been a bioweapon. And if so, it was perhaps an accident. We're not sure, but it looks like it may have been an individual who was supposed to have burned the monkeys and rats and instead sold them at that market. So if I'm a terrorist, I'm looking at this saying it's that easy. That's all I have to do is to go find a monkey or a rat that was tested on or weed my way into one of these uh, bioweapons labs, which doesn't seem too hard to do in Wuhan. Mm -hmm. I could potentially create a terrorist nightmare. If it's that easy to get into one of these level four bioweapons research labs. So what do we do? Well, we're we're going to have to find a way to work with China uh, because this hurts them as well. Obviously, they are losing economically. They're not getting orders coming out of 
uh, other countries for Chinese shipped products. And so we're going to have to find a way to work with others and take a concerted effort to make sure our labs, other labs, even if they are, we quote unquote, defensive in nature, we have to shore them up and make sure that we're not allowing for these kinds of accidents. Can we, um, we need to be, I think we need to be doing that. I'm not an expert on China, but it certainly seems to me that we need to be, that should be part of a reaction that is um, in repercussions to them for this. Uh, that we're going to, if you want to, if you want to revive your economy, continue to be part of good trade deals with us, continue, we're going to, you know, we're going to pull out as much of our manufacturing as possible. We're going to hurt you with tariffs. We're going to, you know, we're going to do A, B, C, D, and D. And if you want to get back into the good graces of us, we're not also not going to be paying on any debt. You know, basically just, you know, lay out a whole host of things that we could do to punish them for this and then attach that condition on them to make their labs available to us for inspection. Um, as as a condition um, to create some goodwill going forward would be my suggestion. Final thoughts, Bill? Yeah, no question about that. Now, of course, we've got to walk a fine line there because if we create too much of a of a problem with China, they could see this as a way to turn it back on us and say, "Well, you saw it once. We could purposefully do it again." if you try to make your sanctions too difficult for us. So we're going to have to walk a fine line, but I agree. We're going to have to stand tall. And as Theodore Roosevelt once said, we're going to have to walk softly, but carry a very big stick. Yeah. Well, I thank you for being here. I can't wait to read your book, Spies of the Deep. Um, I'm the daughter to Marines. I love, I, you know, I didn't like cartoons as a kid. I was the weirdo Saturday mornings that would watch like war movies and stuff. So, <laughs> so I'm super excited to read your book. Um, tell everybody about it quickly. Uh, very quickly, it does talk about Putin's grand plan, and again, the second punch of the one-two punch, but it also goes into some deep detail about what really happened and how this particular incident propelled Putin to power and how he's used that to further his agenda, which if you think the coronavirus is frightening, wait do you hear what's planned up around the corner. Wow. Okay. This is based on the 20th anniversary of him sinking the nuclear sub Kursk to rebuild Russia's military. Super fascinating. I'm excited. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. we got a little San Diego update to give you guys. And we've actually got some breaking news out of the Department of Justice today involving the deep state. Yeah, there's more to talk about, so don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. What does it mean to be a hero? The dictionary defines a hero in terms of courage, achievement, and morality. In practice, our culture's heroes have commonly been sports figures, such as Olympians or military figures. But heroism is really about doing the right thing and standing for the right virtues, even when the world isn't watching. Many of the most heroic acts undertaken in human history are unknown to me or to you or to history, but they are not unknown to God. In this crucial moment, we need a new category of heroes. Today, our heroes include doctors, nurses, and medical staff on the front lines of the global pandemic. They're putting their lives at risk in order to protect and extend the lives of others. But the notion of a hero is expanded to those who are stocking the grocery store shelves and delivering our packages. People who are making the world work and trying to keep all the pieces of society together. We're seeing heroism where we never knew to find it before. As a society, we don't pass out gold medals to grocery store stockers or to x-ray technicians. But when you think about it, we probably should. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Think it from me, if you're planning to sell your home, it makes sense to work with the best. While most agents make big promises, Jim Bottrell with Ardent Real Estate Services will guarantee to sell your home at a price agreeable to you, or Jim Bottrell will buy it. Guaranteed in writing. Jim, welcome back. How are you able to make such a bold offer? Thanks, Dennis. My offer and answer is simple. I'm able to guarantee your home sold at a price agreeable to you because I already have the buyers. In fact, in my proprietary database of buyers, I have thousands of ready-to-act buyers looking to buy today. As a result, I create higher demand, competitive prices, and many times multiple offers. I have a proven track record of helping sellers net nearly 5.1% more money and selling their homes in one-third less time than the average agent. Think about it. Your home may already be sold. Thanks again, Jim. Friends, here's the number to call, 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or visit jimhasthebuyers.com, jimhasthebuyers.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks in today, the first worst first quarter in history, down 1.6%. But for the month of March, down 30% at the low end about eight days ago, down 20% at the end. Still, the worst month since October of 1987. That's when the market went down 20% in one day and then recovered most of that rather quickly. Window dressing this last week or so certainly favored the bulls, even though the corona flu madness of the crowd and lockdown continues. A dead cat bounce or the start of a recovery? We should know by this Friday after the jobs report. Chicago PMI and consumer confidence lower, but neither were as bad as expected. Jobless claims tomorrow and unemployment on Friday, 30% expected. Well, there's a difference between a furlough and being fired. Amazon needs 100,000 more employees. Walmart hiring 5,000 a day. Kroger's says sales were up 25% in March. Apple is working on a basket of new products with people at home using secure communication. And late today, Xerox ends its bid for Hewlett-Packard. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, little follow-up on uh, that little thing called Deep State. You know, uh, when Trump was ending a press conference recently, he was introducing somebody or said, oh, Mike Pompeo said something like Mike Pompeo has to go back somewhere into the deep state. And and Fauci actually started laughing at a press conference. Yeah. Yeah, that's that Fauci. Um, There is a deep state and is alive at well. Why would anybody think that the CDC or the National Institutes of Health hasn't been completely corrupted and politicized? You saw the, the State Department was. 
I mean, does anybody, even our Department of Defense has been politicized at, at this point, where we had people within the Department of Defense actually arguing that, you know, uh, that uh, actually Mad Dog Mattis was a part of the social justice warrior aspect, uh, turning our military people, putting putting them through sensitivity training. It's ridiculous. Uh, but getting back to the deep state that still has been not, not enough accountability, just more and more investigations. But here's some news today. The uh, Justice Department officer, uh, Office of Inspector General Horowitz uh, checked 29 more FBI spy warrants and found problems with all of them, according to Catherine Herridge. Um, and I quote, the FBI had failed to follow its policies for re-verifying factual assertions made in the initial FISA application. That's for uh, campaign aide Carter Page that, uh, that were also included in the three FISA renewal applications. Uh, in the new audits assessment, the Carter Page warrants from the IG Horowitz, quote, we identified fundamental and serious errors in the agent's conduct of the FBI's factual accuracy review procedures with regard to all four FISA applications. We believe, this is to Director Ray, we believe that a deficiency in the FBI's efforts to support the factual statements in FISA applications through its Woods procedures undermines the FBI's ability to achieve its scrupulously accurate standard in other words you guys conducted a fraud of an investigation it was illegal now my question is department of justice when is somebody going to be held accountable for this when is somebody going to be prosecuted Flynn, and in this amount of time, how many people, you know, they, they started conducting investigations, did subpoenas, depositions, got people indicted, got them tried, and got them thrown in jail. And we can't even get one person prosecuted for this. Not one. Something else that came about, uh, apparent errors. Oh, that oh also said that the Justice Department's National Security v- Division did not conduct appropriate oversight of FISA procedures. So why in the world was this FISA situation renewed yet again with nothing done? I'm going to fight hard for President Trump to be reelected because you look at what's going on in this country right now, and, man, it will be this times 10. For It will be 18 months. We will never, ever be reopened ever fully again if the Democrats take control. They are never going to, They we will never, ever. They're already talking about this as some kind of new normal, even if Trump wins re-election. You look at the control, the ability that they've had to deny, to, to have us just cough up and give up our liberties. You look at that control, and that's with a, with a Republican president. Imagine, but I will, so I will fight for Trump to be re-elected. But, man, we've, we've got to get reopened. We've got Trump to be able to go and have his Department of Justice and all of his departments be focused on routing out the deep state. And I believe that that includes Fauci, and I believe that it includes Dr. Burks. For Fauci to send a love letter gushing over Hillary Clinton on behalf of not just him and the CDC, months after, and this was for her global health perspective, what did you think, Fauci, about her health perspective in which she denied 400 security requests for Americans over there under threat of terrorist? That was a great global health plan she had for leaving them on a rooftop fighting for their lives for 13 hours, wasn't it, Fauci? Fabulous. That was a great health plan, wasn't it, when some foreign country had to fly them back? Because we wouldn't even send, we didn't even, not only did we send no help to try to save them that night, we didn't even send a plane of ours to go and bring them home. Quite the public health, global public health plan that she had, Fauci, when she looked in the eyes of the families that lost their loved ones and lied to them 
and then and then concocted some cover up. Concocted some cover up with Obama, who's coming out today and saying that this pandemic, by the way, is all the result of climate change. We need to be pushing back on this nonsense. Um, and and it, my question on Mark Moisier, and it's one that we need to continue, is what can we do? What can we push back? I can tell you right now, I will not submit to, in, to any tracking device on my car, any tracking device on my phone. If they tr- attempt to do it on my phone through some means, through, eight, through, through my cell phone provider, I will get rid of my cell phone. I will get rid of my iPad. They would, and they would have to physically come and, and attach it to my car somehow to get a tracking device on me. We don't track the movements of men who have beaten their wives repeatedly and under a restraining order. We don't track the movements of repeated child rapists and child murderers that get out of prison. We don't track the movements of Saudi nationals coming here supposedly to train in our military and are out buying guns and, and roaming around our military facilities. We don't track the movements of prisoners that we have let out because they supposedly tested for coronavirus. We don't track people here on visa overstays. We don't track illegals coming into this country. We don't track illegals in this country who've committed murder and rape. But I'm supposed to submit to a tracking device under the guise of of making sure that I stay six feet away from people? Now, they haven't said that that's going to happen, but Trump was asked about it. And this is supposedly what some Dr. Gottlieb had suggested. And I'll tell you something else about the mask thing. Uh, Tucker Carlson was mocking, uh, you know, Trump and the Surgeon General for saying that masks don't work. Um, You know, uh, I don't know who you think you are, Tucker Carlson. I started to play the audio for you guys, but I I don't want to play him. Here, I actually had, I've got a whole lot of people in the medical community in my family. A lot of them nurses and nurse practitioners. My grandma was a nurse. My Aunt Joyce was a nurse. I got a cousin who's a nurse practitioner. I got a niece who's a nurse. My my family is, we're, we're lousy with nurses in my family. And I actually had a conversation with a family member laughing the other day about masks. We were laughing about the fact that as I'm going around, the Trump administration is right. As I, and I even told DJ Carrotsticks this. And as I'm going around and seeing people with masks on in stores that are half hanging off their face, these little masks they're buying at CVS or whatever, I've told you, G. Carrot Sticks, I laugh because I know from family members of mine, even Dr. Orient said, those don't protect you from the coronavirus. She said, we have a shortage of N95 masks in this country, and you don't buy the medical mask at CVS. If it makes you feel good and keeps you from giving somebody else something besides coronavirus, go ahead. But the Trump administration was right. I don't think they were as articulate as possible in saying it. But the family member of mine was like, as a nurse, she has to be fitted, actually fitted for the mask. So it's not even just getting a medical mask, and you have to even be fitted for it for it to work. And then they've got these, these things that go over their eyes that dig into their skin. So shame on Tucker Carlson for joining in and being a part of of the the fake news media trying to troll and drag President Trump. I don't blame President Trump for anything that he's done that I think might have contributed to overreach at all. President Trump has done an absolutely masterful job. He was the one that stopped China from having flights here against Fauci. Trump, I love you. He is still my president. I love you all. I'm going to be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be hump day. So we'll see you all tomorrow night. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to my listeners and my guests. Good night, all. Okay.